Hot Takes or Toast is brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair? It's 2021 and you don't have to. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text HAIR to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment or visit www.utahairmd.com. Question of the day. The Cougars, 10-2. 5-0 against the Pac-12, and there it is. What more can you say? Oh, man. What a dream season. Notwithstanding the two losses, losses happen. Utes had three of them. Aggies had three of them. It's a dream season. It's about as well as it could go, realistically. You know, 12-0 is really hard. Very few people do it. Teams do it, no matter what your conference schedule is, your non-conference in the case of BYU. Uh, their conference schedule ended up being the five Pac-12 games. Yeah, I don't know that you could ask for more. This program is back. 23-3 and three over two years now. Did I get the math right on that, or did I mess it up? I don't know. Okay. That's you. I don't, I, I don't need numbers to... I see it with my eyes. You're the one who needs numbers to verify, and good for you. That's what you do. I just look at it and can tell. Gut instinct. Well, it's not. No, it's what I see. Gut instinct would be before. And interestingly, I was speaking to a member of the staff in a social setting uh, the week before. And he said to me. The week before? The season. Okay. Yeah. And he said to me, he looked at me, and he just said, hey. We got a chance to, you know, went to Lavelle Edwards type of thing. I mean, this this team could be really good. And he said it in a manner that that's gut instinct. You want to talk about gut instinct because the way he said it, he said it very quietly and it was not braggadocious. It wasn't skeptical. It was a statement of fact. And he said it in a way that as we were talking, I could tell that he, and he was an extension of Kalani, it was not Kalani, but he was an extension of him, works very closely with him, and he was, the way he was saying is that, all right, we believe it, not I believe it, speaking of himself, but we believe it. And we think we can be really good this season. And I, and I love those types of conversations, and I've had a million of them over the years, I've been in this business obviously a very long time now, and, you know, you get to know things and you have frames of reference when people tell you stuff and the manner in which they say it can lead to you to believe it more so. And I go, oh, well, maybe we could be good. You know, yeah, and you've been in that situation. And I'm sure a lot of people, most of our listeners have been in that situation. I just have the opportunity because of it. It's a little higher profile with the athletics. But in your own business, in your own family life, what have you, you know when someone is telling you what they perceive very strongly as truth. And it doesn't have to be sports. In this case, it is. And so I came away from that in that social setting thinking, all right, I love the way he said it because he's there literally every single day. I'm not. I talk to people a lot, but I love the way he said it. And I thought to myself, okay, this has an opportunity to really come to pass. And now that we're done with it, it did did come come to pass. pass. Yeah, absolutely. And it's another frame of reference as I go forward and however many years I have left when I have these situations, you know, no 
who to trust and when to trust them. I talked about that years ago when I was at the practice field with Utah and they were getting ready to play Oregon. And the guy said to me, we got this. And I chuckled. Like, <laughs> yeah. And he stopped. And it's literally stopping his track. And dramatic, I get it. And turns to me and says, no, we got this. And I've been around long enough to know. That doesn't happen every week. No. That's a level of confidence. Somebody's seen the film. Yeah. Recruited head-to-head, knows the players. And they put and, 62 yeah. on them, that game, I think it was. Right? And so, same type of deal here. Not as boldly proclaimed, but nevertheless. And he went through the positions, too. He backed it up. It wasn't a flippant comment. And he backed it up, and he went through with the D. I remember he started with the DBs and started checking them off and telling me, and he gave me information that I don't want to repeat here. It would be inappropriate for me, even though it's uh, three, four months removed. Still, uh, the stuff that he told me saw it out on the field. And that's what's really great, because the way I look at the Cougars this year, they achieved what they were capable of achieving. And that's the best you can do. If you have whatever your talent level is. We hear it, you know, with parents. If you're a B student, if that's the best, get the Bs. You know, if you're an A+, plus, then whatever, whatever it might be. So if you're related to that, they achieved, I believe, what they were capable of achieving. Some may think they actually overachieved. And if you think that, I mean, we're talking opinion here, so I can't say you're wrong or right. Yeah, but when you say you overachieved, then usually there's uh, games, lucky bounces that went your way. And they did have the fourth quarter comeback against USC, so that's a tight game. But there were a lot of two-possession wins for them. This isn't a case of, you know, overtime games and it comes down to two-point conversions in one play and it's like a free-throw shooting contest in basketball or penalty kicks in soccer. I mean, it can get it can get pretty fluky at the end of Alabama-Auburn or Penn State-Illinois, San Diego State-Utah. We saw those games, and I think they all felt the same way at the end. Yeah, so this is a little fluky. You hope you make a play, but this is kind of... Achieve this, what it's capable of achieving. No regrets over the Boise State loss, because there might be some fans saying, that one got away. No, but see, that's my whole point, though, is that it's almost impossible, not quite... But it certainly is extremely difficult to have things go your way 12 times. George and Cincinnati, the only two at 12-0 and 0 right now. Yeah, and, and it's, it's done, but it is extremely difficult to have it be done. So sure, they blew the Boise game. Yeah, I get that. Individually, if you want to look at it, without the turnovers, maybe it's different. But nevertheless, it happened. That's the whole point, is to be able to play at an optimum level to where you can win 12 games out of 12. I picked no team. No team in the Pac-12 has even gone 9-0. and zero. No, since they've gone, now they've, they've gone nine teams, but nine games before, but I'm talking about since it became the 10 from to the 12. Uh no team has gotten nine and zero. Forget about twelve and zero. No team has got nine and zero, right? The Oregon loss, Oregon State, I should say for Utah, is somewhat inexplicable. Now Oregon State, we built them up. Oregon State lost to Colorado. I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. 
You lost to Colorado. Colorado stinks. So don't tell me you're all this. You got the Utes on that day. Because it's hard. Literally no one has gone 9-0 and zero since the conference has gone to 12 teams. That's the point. So I don't obsess over the Boise loss. Because if it wasn't Boise, it probably would have been somebody else. And if I'm a BYU fan, the fact that I could say 5-0, and oh, ha-ha, and you got to tell me I lose two games, I take Baylor and Boise. Those are the two that I take. Because I want to beat Bronco. Certainly want to beat Bronco, and I want to beat the other guys. And then the rest of the, and I want the five wins in the conference. Well, the rest of the schedule, there was no way you are going to lose. So those were the two that you would probably pick. Because you like the grime dog. Let him get his day. Maybe he could be a head coach. He came to your school twice, not once, but twice. He chose to come as a non-Latter-day Saint. So everybody has good feelings for the Grime Dog, do they not? Yeah, I think they do. And if he should be a head coach here soon, most of us, me especially, are going to root for him. So those are the two that you would pick because you wouldn't pick any Pac-12 because you love beating the Pac-12. And the other teams on the schedule outside of the Pac-12, Boise and Baylor, you don't want to lose to Virginia, you weren't going to lose to anyway. Georgia Southern, and I can't even recall all the dogs. Idaho State. Yep. Utah State. And there was a... Uh, Idaho State uh, and Georgia Southern South with the dogs. South Florida, two teams, right? South Florida. Yeah, and you're not going to pick Utah State. I mean, especially now that you're going into the Big 12, Sayonara Boise. Yeah, that's going to end. Unless they get picked up. If they should uh, expand beyond that, right? So, th- those are the two. Maybe you and you get the, the the Baylor loss. You got your butt kicked. There's no other way to say it. You got your butt kicked. Boise was turnovers. You can look at that turnovers. I mean, other teams can do that against you too. I mean, clearly the Utes are running around saying if we played them now, we'd kill them because uh, we made the change at quarterback. We're a much different team. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. The Devils. Uh, committed uh, 87 penalties and and had a fumble on an interception. Okay, yeah, but nevertheless it happened and it can't be replayed. So you can go both ways on that to your blue in the face. But they'll be 5-0 and forever. Yeah. And you get to talk about that. You're going to go recruit there. There's plenty of Pac-12 fans running around here to mention it to if you're a Cougar fan. Yeah. So in some respects, it was a dream season. This 10-2 and two was as good or better than any 10-2 and two season that they've had. And you can argue very, very strongly that it was better than last season. Last season, the joy of it was your idiot counterparts in the Pac-12 decided that they couldn't play because everybody was going to die. And you got to play and win. Yeah, yeah. And the fact but you that had to you back were, it, But you had to back it up. And they did. So they put that bed, they put that uh, argument to rest like that. Nobody can can say schedule last year because you you can't say it this year. And if you, it's it's funny because BYU fans can't say, well, the Pac-12 sucks because that waters down what you do. 
And then you Utah fans can't say, well, you played an easy schedule. Because <laughs> you played a lot of the same teams you played. <laughs> Everybody painted into a corner. So you basically, except other. for us, you have to shut up. And since I have no pony in the race, I can blabber. <laughs> <laughs> you actually, truth is you have many ponies in the race. Uh, not emotionally. No, no, well, no, not emotionally. But you know a lot of the Ute and Cougar coaches. And I want them to, 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 to see succeed. them do well. I've said that a million have. times. And they have. That's, 10 and 2, 9 and 3, ranked 12th and 14th in the to country. To say I have no bias is it's so stupid. I don't want to hear it. Everybody has it a bias. I've got a bias. I was pulling for the Cougars Saturday night, certainly. I mean, Friday afternoon, there was no need to worry about it. They were going to win and win easily because Colorado stinks. And they did win. And we'll get to the Utes throughout the week as they've got the biggest game in their program history. Pac-12 title. Yes. Take down Oregon again. It is actually a put-up-or-shut-up, no-excuse game. If you do not win, who gives a crap about what you accomplished this season? If you win, all glory to the Utes. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Got a new coach at USC. We will get to that coming up. We've got uh, Utes and Aggies on the way. Nick Ford at 9 o'clock. Blake Anderson, Aggie head coach at 9.30 with the conference title games coming up Friday for the Utes and Saturday for the Aggies. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone.